And that is the only son from heaven. And today is Tuesday, January the 15th in the year of our Lord, 2019, just a few months away from Christmas. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me laughing is Mark Smith. What are you laughing about? A few months away from Christmas. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. It was just last month, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was just so, a few months just away. Just 11 months away. Yes. Oh, well, I wish it, I wish it were just a few. I wish it were a few weeks away. Not me. Man, I, I love Christmas. I wait I kind of wish sales. You know, I kind of wish Christmas came right in the middle of January, you know. Make the make the Advent season longer and stretch it out a little bit more. Christmas goes too fast. And you know, we pastors, we're so busy that we you know, often it's it's come and gone. We don't take time to enjoy it. That's the problem. Well, I can't believe how many pastors don't play any Christmas music until after Advent. Then you only have two Sundays of Christmas. Oh, I know. I, I'm still playing it. I still play it. Sure. You. Sure. I'll be, and our Christmas tree will be up till Lent. <laughs> March the 6th. <laughs> That's because you keep getting snow at your church and they can't come in to take them down. I don't even want to think about taking those trees down. <laughs> no? <laughs> it's too, uh, too much work. <laughs> Well, that's why you have lay people. <laughs> oh, we got our church trees down. I'm talking about our personal home trees, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We just move it to a different room <laughs> <laughs> and then bring it back out. makes it a lot easier. Yeah, some people just kind of put a cellophane bag over the whole tree and put it in corners yeah, I know. somewhere. No, I heard one lady, what she does, she leaves it up all year round and then puts on it decorations for the season of the year. Oh, uh-huh. Like so, Easter eggs and stuff. And I guess during Epiphany, it would be uh, wine from uh -huh. water. Uh-huh. You know, things like that. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, they leave it up all year round and keep changing the decorations on the tree. Uh -huh. I thought that was a pretty good uh, idea. That's neat. Yes. All righty. The Only Son from Heaven, written by Martin Luther? No. No, it isn't. Elizabeth Krusiger. Elizabeth. She, she's a woman. Right, right. Well, hey. And it appeared in Luther's first hymns, known as the Erfurt Enchiridia in 1524. Yeah, I happen to see that. Enchiridion Oder Handbuchlein. Yes, correcto. And it is the first Jesus hymn of the Evangelical Lutheran Church. Uh, originally, it consisted of five stanzas. Uh, we have three, and the fourth one is a concluding doxological stanza that was prepared by the Hymn Text Committee of the Inter-Lutheran Commission on Worship in 1978. The tune is one she herself had chosen. So you don't have any problem with a, a woman writing a hymn? Not at all. Goodness sake, no. Uh-uh. No. Now let me ask you this question. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you have any problem with a woman being a referee in a football game? Oh, you know, we were talking about that the other day. I don't know. It's it's a little bit, it takes a little getting used to. I can remember as a kid thinking, how ridiculous. Lady cops? You know, lady policemen? you got to be kidding. Yeah, I, I can remember thinking that as a kid. That's It just it struck us so strange to have a lady policeman. Now, of course, you don't think anything about it. In fact, Well, I do. Well, uh, now, now, let's talk about this. A lady referee. Hey, you know, well, there's no theological reason, of course. And uh, 
I don't have it. I'm more concerned about lady in combat, ladies in combat. But what know. do you think football is? Well, do you know how many referees get knocked over? I by, know. And I'll tell Tom, you, Tom, I played the game. No, I no, know. no, no. If I was a football player and there was a lady referee, that would change the plays. I'll tell you something more ridiculous. No, no. Let me finish this. Oh, okay. You would never make a play going towards her. Like you do regular referees. Can you imagine the first football player to knock one of these women over? Oh, I know. And they're unconscious. That would go they're the rest of his life. Well, <laughs> I hey, just saw a I'll referee tell you something more ridiculous. That's having, that's having, you know, in wrestling, in high school wrestling, uh, boys wrestle girls. Can you imagine that? No, I've never yes, seen that. It happens. I've talked to somebody about it. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, can you imagine high school wrestling? No, I, I wrestling boys wrestling girls. It I, happens once in a while. I enjoy MMA, and there's no way <laughs> a woman would beat a man. I've and, often said I've never been beaten in tennis by a woman. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh boy, Tom, you're just well. You know why? Chauvinistic. No, <laughs> those that can beat me, I don't play them. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that's how I get around. That. I can believe that. No, yeah. I think that's going to change the whole setup of football. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Because a lot of times they use the ref to block and things like that, but then they knock them over, and whoever knocks the first female ref over will be out of the game. <laughs> yeah, he'll have a penalty and everything. It's going to change the whole game. Well, let me tell you, football's a lot different than when I played it. You know, you couldn't, you know, they, the the offensive linemen hold all the time. We couldn't hold at all in those in, in, in those days. Yeah. And not at all. You, they grab them and everything. It's yeah. unbelievable. They still we get a penalty, don't they? Well, if it's if it's really uh, obvious. obvious, you know, but you see these guys holding all the time and offense, they, they call you on it. I feel bad for the guys who get kicked out of the game because they use their head. Their helmet yeah. to hit. Yeah, right. And a lot of times, as you watch it, the guy they're going to tackle, he puts his head down. That's right. We, used, a, we used our heads all the time. Yeah, I mean, how, how can probably, you stop from hitting the head? That's probably, that's probably my problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I, I think there's uh, no doubt a place. I don't have problems with uh, women refereeing, you know, women's volleyball or women's yeah, baseball sure. and stuff like that. But... Um, no, it's, it's, they just it's, have... Uh, it's here, Tom. There's no turning back the clock. Oh, yes, there is. Yeah, you, lady you, lady refs are here. You just turned the station. <laughs> no, well, I was yeah, watching the that. Hawaii football game, and they had uh, a woman doing the calls. Yeah. And... Uh, well, now, you know, of course, they come into the locker room and everything, you know. They have do? You, have you ever seen that? No. Yeah. Sometimes they come into the locker room. Sure. Oh, boy. I mean, they try to watch it, but... Yeah. It's uh, it's a hey look this twenty first century Tom got to get with the times. <laughs> no, no, we we don't have to. Things will get reversed. The first time a woman ref gets hit, that'll be the end of that. Boy, we must really have a dull hymn today to be talking about. <laughs> well, actually, it's only four verses, and I don't think we're going to get it done. But it is a beautiful hymn done by a woman. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I have no problem with that at all. They More have power a gift in those areas. Absolutely. And um, we've got a whole bunch of women here at KFUO who do good jobs. Absolutely. Sure. Although Bates hasn't been here for a week. I and know. I mentioned to the woman that maybe he doesn't like working with her anymore. <laughs> so maybe. Oh, you better watch what you say. I better watch what I say. She laughed. <laughs>
<laughs> she knew it wasn't true. He must really be ill. Oh, I know. So poor guy. I hope keep him can, in our prayers. Get the snaps out of it, yeah. All righty. The only one from heaven, uh, the only son from heaven. And the reason I found that interesting is that, as you like to say, human beings are <laughs> all sons of God who are believers, right? Yeah, that's right. Human wait, wait a minute. Wait. Human be- no. You're the one who always calls them human beings. Lima beans, baked you, beans, navy beans, what do you human beans. Them? Please pass the human beans. <laughs> oh, we're in trouble You've got today. to enunciate, Tom. Enunciate. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's get back to this apocalyptic verse. <laughs> Inside joke. Right. Read it, please. The only son from heaven foretold by ancient seers... By God the Father given, in human form appears. No sphere his light confining, no star so brightly shining as he, our morning star. So, kids will not understand the word seers. Yeah, that's a prophet. Uh, uh, Someone who looks into the future. Right. I, I got a question for you. Morning star, is that the same as the sun? Um, what would you say? Is that the same as the sun, or is it just... Well, you know what they often consider to be a morning star? Uh, angels. No, the first planet, you see. Oh, the first planet. Venus. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. But in the scripture, the morning star would be referring to Jesus. Um, There's another hymn that talks, oh, 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 brightly shines the morning star. That's right, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, because the morning star comes after the... Night. Right. And the night and the darkness is always considered to be that of Satan. So it's not just the sunrise. It's not just the... Uh, no. It's the morning star is not equal to the sunrise. Yeah, it all would depend on people if they consider... I mean, there are people who stay up late to see a sunrise. Yeah. Because it's so... And a sunset. Uh-huh. Yes. Take pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been going on for... A few thousand years, I don't know. <laughs> if I miss it today, I'll see it tomorrow <laughs> if I'm up, which I usually am on Sunday morning leaving early. Yes, yes. Yeah, there was no snow at all. No kidding. In Illinois? Hardly. Oh, that's right. You were ahead of it. You well, were no, no, no. It was snowing like crazy, uh-huh. but they are doing such a good job on the four-lane highways. Oh, uh-huh. If I had been going to a church where there was a lot of country roads, that would have been a problem. Oh, man. But the highways were clear, and I, 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 I like going around 50 miles an hour all the way because I get really good gas mileage now. I get about 40 miles to the gallon. Uh-huh. But the trucks were passing me like crazy. Oh, I'll bet that... And they were going 70 miles an hour. Yeah, I know. They just fly. Wet roads, and I, I just couldn't believe it. Now, every now and then, I'll see one turned over in the ditch yeah. or something. Oh, man. But, um, boy... Yeah. There weren't those many accidents like there were in St. Louis. Yeah, cars alongside the road all over the place. Yeah, uh, were you home by the time the snow hit? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah, yeah I got home, uh, let's see, that was... Friday. Friday, yeah, I was I was off Friday, and uh, so I was home that afternoon. Yeah, yeah we uh, were out, and the snow started coming. It was the thickest snow I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. It got about a foot on the car within 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, not a, a foot. A foot. Two inches. <laughs> yeah, it ended up being a foot. <laughs> and I felt so bad sitting in the front room looking out the window, seeing 
Louis shovel all that. <laughs> you know, I, I just kept praying the snow would stop because uh, it was making me sad. Oh yeah, right. You know, but fortunately for Christmas, I had given her a new shovel that's bigger, so it helped. <laughs> Stanza two. O time of God appointed, O brightly, O bright and holy morn, He comes the King anointed, the Christ, the Virgin born, grim death to vanquish for us, to open heaven before us, and bring us life again. Yeah, in the statement, He comes, the King anointed, the Christ, the Virgin born, what's the Greek word for anointed one? Messiah. Yes, or it's, Christus. It's, uh, that's the that's the Hebrew word. Messiah. I know. And Christ, Christus is the is the Greek word, right? Which comes right after it, right? He comes, the King anointed, the Christ, the Virgin born. That's right. King anointed reminds you of what gift they brought the wise men to Jesus. Oh, uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah, it was the gold which was the King anointed, uh, the Christ, the Virgin born, grim death to vanquish for us. See. Right away, it tells the purpose of why Christ came, to vanquish death. But who uses the word vanquish that often? What would be a better translation? Destroy. Yes, to destroy, to eliminate, to overcome, to conquer. Yes, those are all good. To open heaven before us. And there we get into the catechism, which which is called the keys... The office of the keys. Yes. Explain what what is the office of the keys. The office of the keys are are what Christ gave to his church to retain uh, the sins of those who are impenitent and to forgive the sins of those that are penitent. And he did that on the night of the resurrection. Right. That's right. Yeah. He went to his disciples. Mm -hmm. Whosoever sins you remit, they're remitted. Whosoever sins you retain, they're retained. I'll read three. O Lord, our hearts awaken to know and love you more, in faith to stand unshaken, in spirit to adore, that we, through this world moving, each glimpse of heaven proving, may reap its fullness there. Now, what I find real interesting here, that's the goal of every worship service, to know and love Jesus more. Because the more you know and love him, the more you're going to be doing good works. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You, you mine the gospel gems from it, God's word. You, right. You, uh, and, and when you excavate and, and uncover some of these gospel gems, you do get to know him more and you, and you love him more. Yes. And that's where good works come in. Good works cannot possibly be done prior to your salvation. That's right. Because they always have a a, a wrong motivation. But after salvation, they come spontaneously. Right, that's right. Because of what Jesus has done for you. Yeah. Just has ways of happening. That's really interesting. That's why on, uh, on Judgment Day, those on his right will say, Lord... When did we ever feed you? When did we ever clothe yeah, right. you? When did we ever visit you in prison? See, when, when did we do this? Yeah, whosoever you did to the least, least of these, of these my, brethren, my brethren, you've, you've done, done it to it. me. Yes, because it's so spontaneous in us, we don't really give a second thought. Yeah, A lot of Christians don't realize they have thoughts, words, and actions that unbelievers never even cross their mind. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have that relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's because... 
When did the Christians receive the Holy Spirit? On Pentecost. Well, yeah, Pentecost was yeah. a special outpouring the Holy Spirit. That's right. He's always been there. He's, all, he's eternal. That's right. But they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Nobody had received the gift in the Old Testament. Right. Now, it does talk about, I think it talks about Samson, for instance, uh, at, uh, when maybe when he was tearing that line. Right, right, right. He says he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Or, or filled no, with the Spirit. Nobody in the Old Testament could come to faith apart from the Holy yeah, Spirit. Right, right. And so there's that sense. But, but now we have the promise that he comes actually to dwell within us. Which means our body becomes his temple. Yes, that never happened in that's, the Old that's Testament. That's a privilege that we have in the New Testament that the Old Testament believers did not have. Yeah, I was unaware of this until I was listening to someone, but the early church would never commune anyone until they had been baptized. Right, because that's when the Holy Spirit... Yeah. Typically, that's you know, when a baby, that's when the Holy Spirit enters that yes. child. And, and therefore... Um, remember, anybody else who went into the Holy of Holies was zapped with glory fire. Only the high priest was allowed on the Day of Atonement. But in our day, our body now becomes the Holy of Holies, and therefore we can receive the very body and blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I had an interesting conversation in Bible study last week. Somebody was mentioning that at church there was a baptism, and in the row before her, there were people who weren't members of the church, but were there for the baptism. And she overheard one of them whisper to the other in front of her, you don't really think that there's blood up there, is there? Oh, really? When they got to the Lord's Supper. And it shows the necessity of having to take them through adult instruction right. to help that's them understand what we mean. That's right. By that we're receiving the body and blood of Christ. The bread doesn't ch change no. to body no. like the Roman Catholics believe no. or the wine to blood, but it is in, with, and under. Right. And that happens a whole bunch. Chemnitz was the one that helped me with that, mm -hmm. a follower of Luther. Um, Formula Concord, part of the Book of Concord, he wrote too. But he used the example of Moses with a burning bush. Yes. God is not a burning bush, but he was in, with, and under in a certain spiritual sacramental he's, 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 way. He spoke from the burning bush, right. And then Kenneth gave a whole bunch. Like, for example, the cloud that led yeah. them through the wilderness. Yeah. Uh, the other one that was good was, does the Holy Spirit have feathers? Oh, uh-huh, yeah, like, like the dove. Yes. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, that's good. I I always use that burning bush uh, illustration. Yes. But uh, you, you, I get, I'm trying to think. Uh, the fiery, cloudy pillar, that's another one where... Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, by the day. And then, yeah. of course, the Holy of Holies. Right. right. In the tabernacle. And um, remember when the Babylonians were coming... Well, how would you use the Holy of Holies to illustrate the real presence in the Lord's Supper? I would remind them that... The Bible says when the temple was about to be destroyed, the Holy Spirit left ah. the temple and went up on the mountain. Uh -huh. And so therefore he was present in that Holy of, Holies in Holy of Holies in a way that he wasn't present outside the camp. You see, there's different presences uh -huh. of God. First of all, there's nowhere he's not. That's he's omnipresent. So when Adam and Eve went to hid in a bush, that didn't work. Can you think of a better explanation, though, than the burning bush? 
I can't. Well, I, I don't have a problem with the uh, dove. Yeah, okay. Are we going to say that the Holy Spirit is a bird? No, he was in with and under the form of that bird. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, that, that's a really important point to make. And he was in with and under the cloud of fire. It kept back the Egyptians when the Israelites had the Red Sea on the other side. Well, do you think the Holy Spirit was actually, it says like a dove. Do you think it was actually in the form of a dove, or do you think it was just like a dove? Interesting point. Um, it says that he came down like a dove. Now, you know the difference between an eagle coming down and a dove. Yes. An eagle, <laughs> zoom, a dove. <laughs> and uh, I think it's Dr. Veltz, Jim Veltz, my best friend, who talks about that the Holy Spirit actually entered into Jesus, uh, not just alighted on him uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and such. And so that's when he took upon himself being our sin. That was the big point of last yes, week's. right that he became sin for us in the same way that God regards us as righteous. Not because we are righteous, but he declares us so through faith. Right. In contrast to every other religion. Triverse stands before the last one. O Father, here before you with God the Holy Ghost, and Jesus we adore you, O pride of angel host. Before you mortals lowly cry, holy, 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 O blessed Trinity. And there's a triangle in front of that verse. It's a doxological verse. That means you stand for the final stanza. Yes. Yes. No, Elizabeth, and her last name is Krusiger, she died in 1535. She was only 35 years old. Wow. Yeah. Too bad. She could have written more hymns. Boy, yeah. And and this was one of the hymns in Luther's early hymnal. Yeah. Mm. So I I tell you, there's some great hymn writers. There's no doubt about it. And it doesn't matter about gender there because the Holy Spirit can help anybody write a hymn. Uh, I've written a hymn. And um, actually, they sang it in chapel once. Did they? Yes. You were preaching, right? Is that it? Uh, yes. <laughs> that had a little something to do with it, too. <laughs> and uh, the choir director came and said, we're going to sing the third verse just by the choir. I said, oh, no problem with that. And when I had done, I had talked about God the Father being our dad. Yes, I remember father. I remember that sermon specifically. Yes. I remember you, you yep. using that expression. But when they sang it... I was it, at the seminary then. Yeah, I know. When they sang it, they changed the word dad to father. <laughs> and Martin Charlemagne came up to me after. He says, obviously, they do not know the Greek. <laughs> Good old Dr. Charlemagne. God, oh, God rest man. him. I miss man, him. I feel so privileged having been taught by him. Yes, he, he was just Brigadier General. Yes, in the Air Force Reserves, right. And my, uh, the insights. He could find baptism in all kinds of places in the Bible because he knew the words that would, you know, affiliate with uh, baptism. So he was a big baptism fella. But the only son from heaven, uh, you know, if you'll be singing that this Sunday. Uh, I I appreciate a little bit more having gone through it. I'm not familiar with the melody. That's the only problem. Yeah. It's an easy melody. Um, You'll definitely have to do 408. You mean an alternate melody? No, the hymn. Take a look at it. 
for is it the same melody? No. What's oh, the title? Come Join in Cana's Feast, yes. You see, I go through the hymnal trying to find hymns that, for that specific right, lesson. Sure. This is the only one. Yeah. Right. This is the only one that talks about Cana's? Well. No, wait, wait. Uh, Songs of Thankfulness and Praise refers to the wedding feast. Yes, but. Not the whole hymn. When you take a look at what refers to it, it's in the area of, in the area of marriage. When when two people are actually yeah. getting married yeah. in church. Yeah. And then since we don't have anybody getting married, I couldn't use those uh-huh. names. All right. Okay, We're at the end of Long Gospel. And where's your church? Prince of Peace Lutheran Church, just south of the Watson and New Sappington Road intersection. We have service Saturday evening at 5 and Sunday morning at 9. Morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.